0: Hello and welcome back. It is episode 8 and you're listening to Clarification, the psychology podcast by me, your host, Claire Adamson, where we get into the daily details of life, the nitty-gritty, the things that make us uncomfortable, the things that we shy away from, and we ask the hard questions of What is it that makes us behave in the way that we do, act the way that we do? And ultimately, how can we use this knowledge to positively impact and influence our lives, to make a difference and make things feel better? This summer, or rather this season, depending on where you are in the world, one thing that I want you guys to try is a watermelon salad. And like, hold on a second, because I was somebody who was like, really disgusted at the idea of watermelon salad. But fruit and salad is such a treat, like to have sweetness added to the whole mix. I have a bowl here. I got it from work and the recipe is watermelon, cucumber, feta cheese, and olives. And let me tell you the saltiness of the olive with the sweetness of the watermelon, it just goes so good together. And this is not a food podcast. So, those are all my recommendations for you up front. I just wanted to share. Before we get into the topic of today's episode, perhaps it's even wise to start with the origin story. Like, where did I get the idea from this episode? Because sometimes I'm thinking about either a psychology concept and being like, this is so fascinating. How does it work in my life? The other times, I'm living, enjoying, being myself, living my life. And something happens to me and I'm like, goodness, I just want to understand this using psychology better. So let me set the scene for you. So about two, three weeks ago now, I went to one of my friend's birthday parties and I love my friends. I just sometimes forget that as much as I love them, other people love them too. (laughs) And some of my friends are well-known a little bit popular. One would even go to say celebrities, but um, we're not putting people on pedestals on this podcast. They're just popular, right? People know them. And if we set the scene a little bit more, I am a foreigner in the Netherlands and I don't speak very good Dutch. So I was a little bit nervous going to this party and just thinking about the type of people that would be there. I felt like I would stand out and I wouldn't fit in. And I talked about in the third episode, that's something that I've struggled with a lot. And so when situations like this arise, I do feel anxiety and social pressure because I just don't know how well I will be accepted by others. And so I was a bit nervous going, but I pull up to the function, everyone's lit, everyone's having a good time, there's food, there's drinks, DJs are going crazy because obviously this is like the music scene and industry. And the party's going quite well. I find a group of people. I obviously see my friend, uh, congratulate him on his birthday. And I'm dancing with a group of women and it's all good vibes. And I'm not feeling left out or on the periphery or on the boundary. And that's because mostly we're dancing. We're not talking. And when we talk, it's obvious that I'm not from here. And um, then I become socially salient. And I talked about saliency a couple episodes ago. It's just that this idea of standing out and being visibly different. So if I close my mouth, I'm not visibly different. I pretty much blend in. Um, But now, so we're at this party and um, my friend and... I would say the other member of their rap group, they start to perform. And I've never seen them perform anymore because in his own words, his their golden days were between 2008 and 2018. And so I had never seen them perform before. And I was really excited or I was like, this is really cool, I've never seen this. Um, but one thing that I do notice is that everybody starts taking their phones out and they're filming. And I'm like, damn, like, I know I'm interested and curious to see this performance, but everyone, like, everyone who is, you know, in the crowd obviously knows them very well and has seen their rise to fame and popularity. Everyone pulls out their phones and starts recording. And it's only in this small gesture or everybody's small individual gestures do I realize the magnitude of what I'm witnessing. By the fact that other people are really trying to capture this on video, i realize realized that it's really significant and important. And in fact, very, it's rare that this happens. And so people want to record it. And I pull out my camera too because I don't want to not be the only one filming, but also because I'm more filming the fact that people are filming, you know, because that's what stands out to me is the fact that everyone is so invested in this moment because obviously they have been in community with these people, this rap group for so much longer. I wonder if you can hear the church bells in the recording. And if you can, it's just letting me know that it is but like I said, we persevere. Everyone is really excited to see this performance. And it's only by matter of fact, it's only by the fact that I am an outsider, that I'm not as connected to this group of people, or I have not at least seen their rise to popularity, that I'm able to pick on, pick up on the fact that everyone is so passionate and so engaged and so lit. Like, And in this moment, something really switched for me. Rather than this like fear and anxiety and nervousness and like discomfort from being on the outside, what I realized is that from the outside, I could see how much joy and how much passion this community had for one another. And if you've been in this community, if you're part of this group and these people for as long as you have been, as long as they've been around, then you're so embedded in the situation, in the culture, you don't, you can't see yourself so much, uh, you can't see yourself objectively. Whereas an outsider, kind of like a journalist who travels to a new place and then is able to see things, sees things with fresh eyes and can therefore pick up on so many more details that people would not as easily see because they've gotten used to those small things. And it was honestly, in that moment, just such a privilege to be there and to be witnessing a rare performance and also the passion. I say this word again and again, but that's really what it was. Like You see people's hearts in the way they sing along and the way that they know every word. It really made me feel welcome in a strange way, because this is not about me. This is not about, this is so far from being about me. It's really about their rap group. But because there's so much love in this community for them, and by virtue of being invited to the cookout... (laughs) And being at the party, I'm invited into that community and I get to see how much love there is in the community by being an outsider. And so this is a really special moment for me to be not so much anxious and afraid, but actually to see the gift of being on the outside as a privilege, Um, a privilege to be invited and a privilege to witness and observe and capture not only a performance, but really see people's reaction to that performance. So this episode is a bit of a different format because now is when I'm gonna introduce the psychology theory. And it is this idea of being a solo. So can you imagine the last time you were in a place and you were the only one who looked like you, whether that was in regards to your race, in regards to your gender, even in regards to your dressing and presentation of self, it's like being uh, wearing a red shirt in a room full of people wearing blue shirts. Being a solo, you are visually salient, meaning that you stand out in the crowd, and the experience of being a solo feels uncomfortable. You feel as if your every move is being overinterpreted. There is also research to prove that being a solo can impair your judgment and impair your performance. It can alter the way you see the situation because rather than focusing on external stimulus, you're hyper aware of your visibility in the scenario and in the situation. Now, as someone who has felt like a solo for the majority of my childhood and early teenage years, I had become so deeply uncomfortable with standing out that I would do anything and everything to be invisible in social situations. To the point where even today, I have such a difficulty wearing bright colors. Like, you will most often find me in black, white, beige, neutrals, if we're feeling a little bit spicy, maybe a green, maybe a purple if we're pushing it. Because I had felt like a solo my entire life. I felt hyper visible. And so now I just love the ability to blend into the crowd and be unnoticeable. And in this scenario that I described, it wasn't obvious that I was a solo in the sense that I was the only foreigner at the party. I wasn't visibly different than others, but internally I knew that I was. And I can imagine and see how that was in some way impairing my ability at first, just really being self-centered and focusing internally and turning your attention from external to internal because you were worried about how you're appearing in this scenario. But it's this thing of, we all have our own individual spotlight that are shining on ourselves. And we're not even really thinking about other people that much, to be honest. And so it just took this moment of being like, okay, girl, Claire, this party, you're at your friend's birthday party, it's really not about you right now. Nobody even cares that you're here. I mean, my friend was happy that I came, but in general, nobody's really paying that much attention to you. And even if you are an outsider, even if you are a solo, I just question myself and challenge myself to think about how could that possibly be a good thing? And that's when the idea of, you know, being an outsider, but also in some way being like this objective journalist. And, you know, I say that with a grain of salt because what is true objectivity? I don't think that, I don't think such exists because my perceptions are formed by my experiences. And so even my outsider perspectives are not entirely objective, but you get the point that I'm making here, I hope. And this entire scenario and this entire situation just really allowed me to think about things from a bigger lens, from a wider lens about if I don't focus so much on the fact that I'm a solo, which nobody even knew in that situation, then I could be paying more attention to the details and what is going on in my surroundings. And in fact, remember more about my experience and being present in the moment instead of fearing other people's judgments so much. This was a really... I want to say life-changing, but more like perspective-shifting moment that allowed me to enjoy being an outsider, enjoy being in the margins. Because, again, I just asked myself, are you supposed to fit in everywhere? No. I know that I fit into very small niche groups of people, and more and more I'm becoming okay with that because— Not everyone is going to understand you. Not everyone is going to accept you. And do you want to be understood and accepted by everyone? Personally, I don't. But I just also want to extend my gratitude for being welcomed in all these spaces, in the places that I do feel like I belong and that I do feel welcome. I really treasure them because they're not many. The few that I have are so near and dear to my heart that they just mean everything to me so thank you if you're listening if you're at that party if you are a person that I feel in community with thank you and thank you for listening because this was another episode of clarification where I talk about the effects of being a solo what are some of the advantages of being an outsider and Ultimately, how can we stop paying so much attention to ourselves and really be living and experiencing everything in the moment? If you made it to the end of this episode, please leave a red heart in my Instagram comment section because yo, I am afraid of wearing red, like genuinely. So quick ending story, this is like the outro. When I was doing the photo shoot for this podcast, I went, to a, I went to a store, I was picking out a couple of suits and my friend was with me and I tried on this red suit, right? And I knew I wanted a neutral suit because that's just who I am. Those are the colors I feel like align with my personality. And so I put on this red suit and my friend was like, she told me this afterwards. She was like, you looked so good but you could tell that you felt so uncomfortable wearing red so you know leave that red heart leave that red heart i'm more and more experimenting more and more trying to feel comfortable with being on the outside and being visually salient and you know actually wearing red and that's all i have to say it's friday i hope you have a good day good morning good afternoon good night It has been clarification time. Bye.